Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Barrels and Business. Or maybe you're tuning in to our brand new Team Engineered podcast. Either way, today I am not going to be your host, Jade Green. I'm still going to be Jade Green, but I'm going to be your guest. <laughs> today I am actually being hosted by the amazing Charlotte Lane. She is my communications unicorn for my business and for Kyle's that you see on the Team Engineered podcast. Charlotte actually recorded this session with me as a module for her own course on communications called Taking Control. In this episode, we dive deep into how to cultivate energy, how to manage state, and how you can step up and embrace your own genius and be in peak performance mode. It is a beautiful piece that you can use not only for building your own team, but with relationships in your life in general. So tune in and make sure that you're ready to take notes so there's some great actionable pieces in this one. Jade and I have been working together for just over 12 months now. Oh that's my gosh! Absolutely we need to have a party. We do, well, that's what we can do after this. Okay, cocktails on One me. year cocktails. Um, Jade is an absolutely amazing woman who has a career that's spanned across multiple different sectors. She now coaches business owners and entrepreneurs on how to create and build amazing teams. So for any of you who are looking at doing your own business, definitely check out what Jade is doing um, and she'll help you find the right way to do things. But today you're going to help us with some energy kind of profiling type stuff to help people, I guess, find the way that they work best when they might not be sure what they should be doing and also help them not procrastinate and do things like that at the moment, right? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So just touching on that, like the, the key thing I want everyone to realize is everybody is a genius. And just because one person has one style and another person has another, that doesn't mean that there's a right or a wrong way to doing it. Right. What the key is and the, the problem is we try to conform to society's norms and we try and fit in the box that, you know, the industrial age has kind of created through schooling and things like that or pre-programming and it's not really recognized that not everybody can work that way. So the key to this is really understanding your natural genius and being willing to sort of break free of societal norms or deconstruct what you think is okay to get in touch with who you really are and how you can cultivate your own flow state and be cool that it could be completely different to somebody else. Mm. So the way that you work is completely different to the way that I work. Yeah. And that's why we work great as a team. Yeah. <laughs> but if I try to expect you to conform to how I work, you're going to be out of flow it's going to make it more difficult. It's not going to be fun and we wouldn't get the best work out of you. Yeah. If I was waking up at 4 a.m. every morning, that would uh, be questionable at best. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you've learned with me that I like the way for me to get into the zone to be able to proofread something. I've got to have my environment 100% right. I need to be in a right um, field of like actual <laughs> field of view. And I need to get myself into a state and out of my other state. So yeah. I'm so used to doing this, talking to a camera, talking to other people on the other side of a Zoom call, speaking to the live stages, standing up, being high energy and using my mouth all the time. And for me to go straight from that to say proofreading and detail 
in a landing page or email copy or if I have to sit down and write a proposal, that's it's a huge shift for me mm. and it becomes a rub and it, it means that I procrastinate. I literally make – I find all sorts of permissions. Yeah. So permissions are also known as excuses to – do something else. I'll be like, oh, I have to, I have to call this person. I've got to help that person. I've got to voice memo them. I've got, oh, I definitely have to get back to those. And I, I find all these million other things that I need to do that keeps me in that energy state. Yeah. Because I don't want to disconnect it, mm. or I haven't. It's just a real. It's really difficult for me to go into that other one. So what we're going to talk about today is how you can understand what your own personal natural genius and energy state is. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't. Flip. It's just about learning how you can cultivate state, change state, and get yourself into as much flow as possible to do those other tasks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We you want to talk? We won't really talk about too much about how you can offload those tasks that aren't in your state. No, we won't get to that one today. Not but. today. Um, but it's yeah. It's not about it's not about going. I can't do something. It's about how can I get myself to do it as best as I possibly can. Yeah. Cool. Where would you, what would you like me to start with? Do you want me to go through? I think uh, most people are probably being like, what the hell do you mean by energy states? So um, Jade's really great at basically profiling different people based on their energy types. So I'll let her go through what each of those different energy states are. Beautiful. Actually, it's probably, this might help. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be right over the top of you. Come closer to me. Come over here, honey. Uh, ooh, this is good. Get our dance on. Sorry, this is the... Um, the genius model by Roger James Hamilton. And what it's showing here is the four main genius energies that uh, that we have out in the world. And it's based on Chinese methodology and the I Ching. When I do full profiling, if you look at this square, we actually go around and we can make it into eight personality profiles. So I don't know if it's going to let me, let me just see if I can do it up here. So we have one personality here, one here, one here, one here, one here, one here, one here. And one here. But for the ease of today, we're going to talk about just the grouping up into uh, the core energies being dynamo, blaze, tempo, and steel. So you are a dynamo energy, which is our wood element and our spring season. If you're one of these people that are uh, really big picture, lots of ideas, mainly a creative. Uh, people are often like asking you to slow down or, oh God, not another one of these harebrained ideas or have you even finished that other project yet? Mm. Um, you, you own like 175 domains because every time you have an idea, you register a domain and you – you love to be creating new things. It's innovation and ideas, and you just can't stop the ideas from popping into your brain, but not so great at completing them. Yeah. There's a lot of people here that are, can be seen as ADD, even though they're not, but that's because they get so many ideas. Yeah. And can you tell me, remind me again, how many words per minute does the brain think at versus the mouse speak at? So we think at about 900 words per minute with with only being able to speak at 125 words per minute but depending on your different personalities and type and the type of work that you do you can actually speak or think even more words than that per minute so often a dynamo genius probably lives somewhere around the 1200 words and so they don't understand and they get frustrated 
why other people don't get what they like what why they don't you get it yeah. Like, because they've had the thoughts in their mind and they didn't realize that their mouth missed most of the words to come out of it. Uh, and they expect everyone else to be able to see the dots and they expect everyone else to be able to juggle as fast as they can and run as fast as them. So they get impatient. So you might be a dynamo genius if any of those things sort of ring true to you. Now, a blaze genius is our fire sign, our summer season. And that's all about the people people. So they are the ones that are usually talking a lot. They're on the extroverted side of our square. They, they're they all about connection. Uh, these are like usually salespeople or um, relationship people. They're also known as supporters. So when I was talking about this middle profile before, the supporter profile, like they, they want to like help other people. And it's all like the words is people and connection and it's about the humans and when they have a problem, it's like, who else do they seek out? So if you think about it, the dynamo genius is about the the big picture, the the what, and your blaze people are the who. Yeah. So if you, yeah, the life of the, they're often the life of the party, or even if they're not the life of the party, they might be someone in deep connection, mm. one-on-one, like if they're not full extrovert, but they are, they're really there and they're present as well. Um, then when we look at the bottom line, we've got our tempos. So tempo that you know, like even just hear that word, it's like the the it's the pace that they run at. So they're our earth sign. They're more grounded. It's the autumn season. It's that you know that sort of slower pace. Our tempo people are really great at project managing. Um, they're wonderful at customer service because they know, it's about the sequence in which things happen. Yeah. And over on this bottom corner here, when we're we're part of a part blaze, part tempo, we like to be able to see both sides of the situation. The, of the situation. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's play devil's advocate. That's why they're also great at customer service because they can look at it from the company point of view as well as the customer point of view. Internally, they can look at something from a system point of view as well as the human point of view. So your tempos are more grounded. They're, they're often known, like people will say to you, oh, they're such a grounded soul. Or they, you know, they've got their feet planted firmly on the ground. Where your dynamos are like, oh my god, they've got their head in the clouds. Yeah. So your tempo people usually answer the question when, or ask the question when. So a dynamo comes in with a big idea, and the tempo will be like, so when does that happen? How long is that going to take? Yeah. Then if we go over to our steel side, our steel side is our metal element and our winter season. So if you think about that, they, that they often get a bad rap, these poor steel people, that they're cold. And it's because they usually sit way, way, way over on the introverted side. Now, we do have a, there's little exceptions to the rule, but they're more usually more introverted. And even if they're an extroverted version, it's, they're, they're a little bit slower to jump into something because they're asking the question, how? And so they really want the detail and they, they're more considered mm. and they like to know the facts, the numbers, the, the actual process. Um, and when someone comes in with a problem, instead of having what could be seen as empathy, as like, how are you feeling? Like the blaze on the opposite side, how are you feeling? How does that make you feel? Oh my God, oh, let me hug you. The steel's like goes into problem solving mode. How do we fix it? Right. How do we fix it? What is the actual problem? And so they they get this like even though they actually care, their brains go, 
my validation almost is fixing the problem. Yeah. So they think they're being they're being the best help and the most empathetic by fixing your problem. Mm. And so it and they want to have the details. So often you if you come in with an idea to them, they're gonna be literally like, How do we do this? What's the, and you're like, if you're a dynamo, you're like, Oh, don't weigh me down, man. Stop raining on my parade. Like, I just wanna get this done. And they're like, Oh my god, but how like how's this gonna happen? What the hell? Like you're crazy. Yeah. So when we look at these energy types, have a think for yourself. Where do you think you sit? You might sit on a cusp because in the eight profiles, you can sit on the cusp. I am up here. I'm at a, they call us, I'm a star profile. Uh, and most people go, oh, that means you want to be on the stage and be the limelight. I actually love to shine the light on others. And my secondary wing is a creator. So sitting over on those, on that dynamo line. So I'm a, I love people but I also love to innovate. Um, what's your profile? I am ablaze with a leaning more towards a star than the bottom edge. Yeah, so, so your supporter with? With a star. With a high star. Yeah. Yep. So, like, and understanding, understanding this gives you the ability to figure out how do you get energy and what takes your energy and what takes, what may make you procrastinate. So if I have to do steel-based work, so this, we're going to talk about, like the tasks that you do uh, based on um, like we can group them by energy. Mm. And I know if I need to do steel stuff, it's not that I can't do it. I used to be a national operations manager. It made me vomit blood actually. Mm. I li- Circular referencing spreadsheets. Oh, I was really good at it. So they made me do it. But that was because my super high achiever made me need yeah, to do it. It just it. sucked the actual life out of me. But for me to be able to get in and do a really good job of that, I have to, set the scene i need to change state i need to like for me to do that it used to be friday nights everyone f off out of the office i don't know why i don't know why this was my playlist but adele adele's first cd because you were just secretly sad on the inside i think so and i would listen to adele's album while i did it and that would get me into state i'd get everybody else out of the office i'd get a glass of wine And put Adele, I had in my in my earphones, even like I had to be like in a, even though I was in a massive office by myself, I had to be in this cocoon of silence. Yeah. Yeah. And then I could just smash it out. Yeah. But if I, I couldn't do it when there was any other people around because I just wanted to play with all the people. Yeah. So it's, the and we talked about before, if I'm going to do stuff here, I can't be facing my camera where I normally look and where I normally perform because I just raise it, my body knows that, it's like that muscle memory, like we're in this zone. Yeah. So I literally have to turn around and I have to put my laptop on the other side of the table and look out this way. And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh, it's calm. Blue ocean. It's beautiful. There's no camera out here. I could just do my work. Yeah. Um, where was I going with all of that, my dear? Any questions on that so far? Do you want me to dive deeper into any particular area? Um, I think the overview of each of the energies is really, really good. So I think most people will be able to guess that kind of which quadrant they might fall into or which two they might fall into. Mm-hmm. Although I would like to also, I know you've mentioned before that when you talk about extroversion and introversion, mm-hmm. it's more related to how you problem solve rather than where you get your energy from, which is like yes. the typical um, I guess, definition of introversion and extroversion. For example, even though I'm really high supporter, really high blaze, 
I am very introverted in the stereotypical sense. Yeah. But when I have a problem, I like going to people and talking it through with them, not to like whinge or complain, but just because I like getting other people's point of views on a situation. Yeah. Um, whilst as like then when you say introversion, it's more looking within for the answers rather than going outwards and seeking other people's ideas yeah. when you're trying to solve a problem. So yeah, Roger James Hamilton's version of introversion extroversion does um, break the norms a little bit in terms of the thing like oh yeah, it's gonna be out and you're an extrovert if you're like zoo, and introverts don't want to talk to people. Um, and we've had people say to me they're not sure if I'm a uh, a super introverted extrovert or a super extroverted introvert. Because mm. <laughs> depending on what, what the situation is, and you, you can be quite similar. But, it, yeah, it's about going – it's kind of that who and how question again. So a, um extroverted or a blazy sort of person kind of goes, who else could help me with this problem? Yeah. Who else could I talk this through with, process it with, bounce my idea off, test it, like I need another who to walk it through? And often we've, like, you know when you – you call it rubber, du- rubber ducky. Yeah, rubber duck. Yeah, so who could be your rubber duck just to like, even if you, they don't even speak back. Yeah. But that's it, that's part of the process yeah. and it's the verbalizing. Verbalization? Verbalizing. Um, that's my new word. <laughs> Where on the other side, they might ask how first and it's like, how do I solve this yeah. problem myself? Yeah. And they sit down and they try to problem solve it before they take it to somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of a distinction on that. Let's just talk about um, the, there is a fifth energy. I've got this over your head. Let me just see if I can, can shrink can, you down. We can shuffle this way. Again. We can go this way. Boop, boop, boop. Um, there is a fifth element, which is super important, and this is for everybody, mm. which is the why question, yeah. the spirit element, um, and our water um what element spirit anyway you're with me yeah right and everyone needs this is where we get reconnected to our soul and to who we really are inside and our our own unique natural genius but also it's about how we fill our own cup Mm. to recharge the batteries or to put us back into peak performance or to recharge so we can regroup and move forward Mm. so when you look at the different tasks that you need to do and what you need to do to to really show up at the best version of you you want to try and group your activities and each activity kind of has its own energy assigned so you can do a task audit so if you thought about actually let's show you that one i can give this to you to give to them this is like the the brainstorm version what we would do is sit down and go everything you need to do start with one day and just like write down everything you do one day from literally morning to night so personal life work life responsibility life everything Write down each of the things. Like, I mean, get up, have shower, do face. Like, that's part of the process. Put washing on, clean the kitchen, make food, get kids to school, then maybe check emails, set up tech. Like, every little thing. Try to get them down as much as possible. And then what we would do is we come back and use these colors. So the spirit colors, anything that fills your cup, and no one can tell you what that is, right? For some people, it's having a shower is not a task. It's, it's a spirit, spirit thing. Like for me, sitting on the floor of that shower is great. Well, Steve with his shower beers, like that's the third space for him to disconnect from work. Like that's mm. that's actually spirit time. Yeah. So choosing what it is for you, which is refilling your cup, like pole for you, yeah. could be that. Um, then we're going to go through, that's blue. So we say that's blue color. Yeah. Then anything that's the what big picture ideas creative task, 
circle that in green. That's that spring energy, the the green, the regrowth, the like, whoo, let's let's create something new here. Anything that's people-based and that, you know, is about like connecting or meeting and interacting with the people, we're going to make that red. Mm. We're going to make that the blaze fire sign color of red. Circle anything in that. Then anything that's more about the the service and the scheduling, the, the project management or um, going through a process, we're going to make that yellow for tempo. Yeah. So that could even be something as like if you write lists or whatever for doing your grocery shopping yeah. and stuff like that, that would be considered more of a tempo way of approaching it as opposed to if you go grocery shopping and just grab whatever you need, you might put that yeah, more as a place. Or or that, place. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, like grocery shopping is a tempo activity because yeah. it's kind of like uh i just need to go and get it done it's part of a process like it's just a, it's, it's a task. process of living yes yeah and i do i'm like okay i'm making a list i'm like telling siri to make a list of the things that i need to get so i'm literally just going through and ticking it off while i'm there otherwise if i go there in blaze energy all sorts of shit ends up in the cart i end up talking up oh, i end up talking to the butcher the other day for 35 minutes about my hair and they, they wanted to know how i do the braids how long it takes me to do the braids I was like, how did this happen? It's because I turned up in blaze energy and just had a bloody old chat to everybody. <laughs> so, and then the how stuff. So seal, anything that's about the how, this is like the real operational stuff, the detail, the financials, mm. anything nitty gritty, you're so going to make that. Invoicing. Oh, like that. invoicing. Yep. That zero reconciliation. Oh, that's a sore yeah. spot. Yep. Yep. Mm. Um. But also think about your, for you, what state you need to be in. So for me, we might go learning and development training might seem like a dynamo activity because it's learning and it's growth and it's new. Yeah. But if I'm actually doing like some, I, I categorize them. Sometimes when I learn it the first time, we're getting on coaching calls, then I want to be in my dynamo energy or I might set my intention to be in blaze if I'm trying to, if I'm using it as a spot to network and connect. Yeah. When I'm actually implementing, though, I put it in on my steel day to go back and watch it and implement it at the same time. Really yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I need to be in that zone of implementation. So I really do suggest everyone going through and making this list. So they're on the screen there, I don't know if you can see, but it's like all the personal life, all the work stuff. And I've also got a spot there for your dreams because one of the key things that happens is we set goals and we don't achieve them. Or we do. We have things on our bucket list that we never get to, mm-hmm. and it's because we didn't make the time, yeah. And we didn't think about it. So I'm really big for making sure that we do that. Anything else you want to touch on on that before I go into the scheduling? Um, I think just reminding everyone at home who is watching this on replay is that yes, you thought all of your assignments were done by week ten. No, you got another one to do. You got to do this task order. <laughs> yes, got to do the task order. You like this is the thing that people say have changed their lives the most. Mm. So doing the task order and really understanding, A, what's your genius and how to get yourself into state when you don't want to be, and we'll talk about that in a minute, it helps you to be able to offload to uh, outsource and hire teams and even just lean on friends and family for their mm. genius once you've recognized that as well. Yeah. But what I want to talk about right now is is energy batching. Um, that's just a – oh, that's the thing I didn't have in there. Sorry. It's just the calendar when I did the thing the other day. So all we do now is literally I use my my Google calendar to color batch in 
the in actual Google Cal. So each different task that I have, I assign it a color. So when I look at it, and even Kay or you can look at my calendar and go, oh, what zone Jade in now? And the key thing is to try and batch the like energy tasks together because they say once you hit flow state, if anyone breaks your flow state, it takes at least 20 minutes to get back in. So if you think about an hour, say you're copywriting, say you're, you're sitting down, you're about to do your copywriting and then WhatsApp pings. Sorry. Um, turn off the WhatsApp. Pings and you check that and now, oh, crap, I've got to go back to this. And you've broken your flow and it's going to take you 20 minutes to get back to your peak creativity yeah. and flow. So then 25 minutes in, bing, Facebook notification. Yeah. So the task that you could have literally got done in an hour at your best possible work because you're in your creative genius has maybe now taken you two hours. And may not have been the best work you could have done if because if you'd stayed in flow. Might still be great, but what could have come through gets disconnected. Mm. So being able to cultivate it, and I tell you what, it makes the biggest difference to how easy your work day runs and how fast it feels because flow state is that beautiful spot where time either expands or contracts to suit you. Yeah. Like it slows down if you want it to slow down so that you enjoy the moment or you're a race car driver and you need to see every apex and everything in slow mode. Or it speeds up because you're having so much fun. You're like, holy shit, where, where did the time go? go? Like I have, like I go surfing and I'm like, come in, I'm like, uh-oh, two and a half hours. How did that happen? Like I feel like I just ran out there a minute ago. Mm. And then other days I'm just, I'm so present in it that I've only been there half an hour, but it feels like forever. Yeah. So flow state is where time and time and space kind of expand and contract to suit you. It's where you are content and happy, but also feeling energized and pumped because it's it's kind of right on the cusp of your limits of ability, but also your um, safety and security that you actually, you, you know, you've got this. Like just, It's yeah. like when the sport athletes say like they're in the fucking zone, yeah. just in the zone. So who, do, who wouldn't want to be in that state? as often as possible, even when you're doing a task like zero, big height, right? To get it done. Getting it done in two hours is probably so much better than trying to do 20 minutes a day. Oh, oh. So I found a hack. Yeah. I blazed my steel. You're like, what the hell? So. I know that sounds like a very different type of blazing, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so... Zero reconciliation, typically a, bla- a steel task. If I just sit down to do it by myself, I want to die. I will find, I will, I will, I don't even do my own bathrooms. I will scrub the bathroom if I need to. I'll like, oh, there must be a person arriving. I'm bus, toddle on. Yeah. That's the most important thing to do. No, instead I just get Kay, my assistant, on Zoom with me and we do it together. Now, you guys are probably going, that's a real waste of money. But I can tell you right now, having Kay there to hold me on track for an hour or two to get it done mm. versus not doing it and the consequence of that, which is really fucking expensive. Yeah. Or me trying to struggle through for six hours or like keeping me, like I just literally want to die. That messes up how much I can perform in every other area. So mm. it's just, you got to find your own hacks for this. Yeah. And I think 
the other way, like if, if you don't want to do it in like a Google calendar or if you have like a pretty set schedule, so you don't want to put it in like individually every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I originally started doing mine in um, Google spreadsheets or Excel spreadsheets, like just blocking out time um, by just merging cells and things like that. Um, to make it look all colorful. Yeah, you do yours in spreadsheet, right? I'm just seeing if I can yeah. share my calendar. Yeah, so even if you like don't want to have to put it in your calendar because you don't want reminders popping up every now and then, just do it in like a spreadsheet and print it out so that you can hang it somewhere where you'll see it, whether that's like on your mirror before you go to work, on the back of your door, above your computer, if you're working from home and things like that. I'm just seeing if I can turn on my ideal week one. Yeah. Which is not... Yeah. It's dropped. It's not there. It's not there. That's That's not good. Okay. I'll get, I've got a screenshot though that we can put in um, into wherever you're going to host this. Yeah. So they'll be going in the guides. So if you want to just have a look at those screenshots for some examples, I'll screenshot my own as well. Yeah. Because I probably need to update mine. So now the ninja level version of this though is, okay, once we've batched our, our energy states together and our tasks together... The next level is going, what's the environment mm. need to be like? The best way to change state is to cultivate the environment that you're in. Now, that's everything down to your the sounds that you're hearing, the scents that you're smelling, and the things that you're seeing. And I was talking to Charlotte before about yogis and people who meditate. They, they have built this muscle memory that they know that when they get on either their yoga mat or their mandala, that it's so much easier for them to drop into state because it just becomes a regular routine and a habit for their body to drop in on that. You want to do that for yourself with the way you work. So as I was saying before, when I'm facing this way, right now, if you will, if you can see what we're looking at, we've got a giant TV screen, we've got a camera, we've got some artificial suns blaring in our eyes, and obviously my beautiful view is behind me. And this is present mode. This is you want me blazing this is this is where we've got to be at which means that i cannot just sit down and start looking at detail i can't do it yeah i literally have to go if i've got to switch between the tasks i have to go what is my third space how do i disconnect and like almost like hit the reset button Mm. it's like okay restart we're gonna go again and i'll jump up and i'll change i'll pump up some tunes usually depending on the state i'm moving into yeah I will change the oil diffuser yep. and I will change locations. So if I need to work on um, more computer stuff, I, I face the other way. If I'm going to be creative, I need to get in my van. Yeah. And so if I go and drive my van, so that's why we make Mondays, work on the business day, doing that stuff. I go and sit in the van out at like a beach or a lookout. I'm super comfy. I'm in like, you know, often just the swimmers and a sarong usually i've got an oil burner in there that has a different scent i've got different tunes that i play like i've got the surfy beach tunes like the folk music <laughs> that comes out of my stereo in the van but that like and then i literally mondays now and the people at the lookout know me now they're like oh, this, do you always work here I'm on from 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm there until the mosquitoes are pretty much carrying me away at night. <laughs> and now I've started taking mosquito coils with me. So it'll be there even longer now. But it's like no time has passed at all. I'm like, I'm so in the zone mm. and loving it. But I've tried to do that here Doesn't and matter. I can't. Yeah. Um, it's so really thinking about what do you need to get you into those states? 
and how can what can be your state changing tools when you need to change and you might need to, you may not be able to go straight from blaze to steel you might need that third space that i talked about like yeah. which is a bit of like pump up let's get the twerk on maybe eat some food yeah food is good and one. then and then when i need to ground again i change oils again i change music again i change position again yeah. um anything you want to add on that not particularly but i feel like some sometimes when we go through this people think they need to change their entire environment like they either need to change the lighting or like think of really big things like you yeah. know getting in a van and going somewhere but to be honest coffee so shops coffee shops are really good ways to change your environment without being super super expensive libraries libraries as well are usually nearly always free depending if it's a private library or public yeah. and those kind of things the other things that you can do is literally changing the backgrounds on your computer screens and things like that like really easy small triggers that or for me i always have one computer screen that's more creative and one that's more serious work and i will put depending on what kind of work i'm doing i'll swap between the two so that i always have one that's either got noise and like creative things going on and the other one's just this is my buckle down i've got to work on this now kind yeah. of screen yeah like if you work in an office and you can't physically change space it's it's the the sounds and the sense that you can change like you said the screen the for me, just changing the opposite side of the table yeah. makes a difference. Or going standing to sitting, yeah. anything like that. But I, I think, you know, this one of my most creative space for creating programs and that if I go and sit where I feed off other people's energy, like the day I went to the pub and just wrote the whole new program. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the Byron Bay Beach Hotel, got myself a glass of Prosecco and a half dozen oysters and then smashed out a new program that I couldn't get out for months and months. <laughs> But that I know if I go and put myself in those places that that's for some reason. I don't talk to anyone. I, I, I think it feeds my blaze without without actually being in blaze. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is a testing thing for you. Like, just take note for yourself what happens. The only other thing I really want to talk about there, Charlotte, is um, how you can change your state mentally. Mm. Um, so, and having those tools in your belt as well. So that if you're feeling like you wake up in the morning and you're like, fuck this. Sorry, are we allowed to swear on here? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, you know, it, I'm tired. I'm grumpy. I just don't. Today's hard. What can you do to change your state and get yourself back into peak performance mode and not use that as a procrastination point? Mm -hmm. So for me, I literally I have a I'd set a playlist on Spotify called Tomorrowland Vibes. It's also my gym playlist. And I know that as soon as I hit that and Timmy Trumpet's like absolutely blasting out of this joint at 4.30 in the morning, uh, I can't help, I can't not yep. be energized or happy. Like I can't, I can't help because I actually start to move. Yeah. Like you try listening to Timmy Trumpet Oracle, <laughs> being a sour-faced bitch, it, 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 it doesn't work. Does, work. does not work. Uh, or listening to my... Um, my meditation mantras trying to be pissed off that doesn't work either so it's and sometimes it's hard to make yourself do it but mm. if you can just make yourself go and press play yeah if you know for me sometimes cold shower if i'm feeling like i'm not winning at something like i've i'm pissed off at myself that i didn't do i procrastinated or i haven't achieved something and i'm down on myself if i go and have a four minute cold shower it's like i've proven to myself I can do fucking do whatever I want mm. and I've got this and I'm on top of it and I'm in control. Nice. And that's where they say they use it a lot for anxiety. 
Mm. So for cold therapy, they use a lot for the treatment of anxiety because anxiety, we feel like we're not in control. When you can control yourself long enough to stay in a cold thing that you don't want to be fucking in, it's like you're reaffirming to yourself, you do have control. I've got this and I'm in control and I can do it. And the the reset that gives is exponential. Mm. Any other... What have I gone off on? No, I think you've covered most bases. The only other thing that I can see kind of people at home probably asking is they've realized that they might be, you know, in a blaze or dynamo sort of role and they're like, shit, I just do spreadsheets at work all day. What Ugh. what have I done to myself? Or it might be the inverse. You might have someone who's like, oh, yeah, I'm really steel. I love details. I love doing that sort of thing. And they've ended up in a sales role somehow. Yeah. And those kinds of things. And so for those people who are who are being like, oh, no, I've, I'm completely in the wrong space, what kind of jobs or positions or for people who still haven't decided what they want to do might actually align with each of those energies? Yeah, well, it's, it's funny, right? So depending on – a lot of people think a salesperson has to be a blaze person, but it depends on the pro- part of the process. Mm. So often the best person to close a sale – is on the steel side yeah. because the it's literally just closing out the process and it needs that calm energy or tempo to calm energy mm-hmm. where blaze people are great at opening doors, doing the networking. They're the people doing the outreach yeah. kind of stuff. Um, there's a profile in there that's also wonderful at being the team leader because of the empathy and the human side of things. Mm-hmm. Now, they're usually not so great at doing the doing side of things because they get squirreled off in all sorts of directions. Um, your steel-based people are usually great. Anything that is that looking at a, like looking at a process and going, how can I make this more scalable, more replicable? How can I turn up the dials on it? How can I replicate it? They don't want to make it themselves. They don't want to come up with the idea, but they, they can look at how can you multiply it and Mm. duplicate it. They're, they're great. Um, like I said, in, in accounting or the numbers side of things, the planning, the, um, they can be, and if we look down also onto the tempo line, they can be really great at um, doing buying mm-hmm. and plan, like scheduling and buying. Yeah. Um, tempo line is great for that side of things because they can go right. When do when do we need what and what's the if especially if they're over on the steel side of the tempo line, it's like what when should I buy it at? What's the right amount? How long will I need it for? They can kind of see that timeline. Yeah. So scheduling, planning. So people who post uh, that do the social media. Posting and management are usually great sort of tempo sort of people. Yeah. Um, potentially the steel as well if it's literally about the task of doing the thing. Yeah. Um, people think though that, oh, to be a creative I need to be a dynamo. That's not true, as you know, because you're a supporter but you're super creative. Yeah. But it's it's about going, okay, where do you draw on? So the problem with like a lot of the dynamos, they have the big picture idea, but they don't actually, it doesn't ever get out into the world. Yeah. So they need to be supported by that. Um, that answer that question? I think just like, just to give a quick rundown, I guess, what would you say best roles for dynamos? Best roles in general for dynamos? Uh, big picture planning thinkers, uh, the start of a project, the coming up with advertising and marketing campaigns, um, being the visionary um so they're the people who if you bring them into a brainstorming session they'd be over the moon oh yeah 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 so if you want to spark up a brainstorming session bring in a dynamo yeah they'll look at they'll come out with out of the box ideas crazy sort of innovations they want to innovate so if you ever need to innovate something bring in a dynamo 
Yeah, so yeah. they'd even be good in kind of those, like, even development-type roles. If you needed someone to, like, take something to the next level, they'd be really good at coming up with the idea, but maybe not the execution. Yeah, they're great at coming up with the idea and the dream of it. They're not – now, this is not saying that they can't do the execution if they learn how to cultivate the energy yeah. and bring themselves into state. Um, so that doesn't mean they can't do it, but where they're going to be the best, if you want the natural genius, that innovation – um, big picture, start of a project, new idea, stirring the pot. Yeah. Yeah. They're not great with leadership. Okay. So they don't like the, I guess, almost the the task of taking care of someone else. Yeah. Work. They get yeah. frustrated that people can't keep up. No one does it as good as them. They don't know really how to articulate what the painted picture of success looks like. Um, and they don't use enough words usually to explain what it is that they need from someone but you find that a lot of entrepreneurs are dynamos because, because there are idea. starting ideas and because they're shit employees. <laughs> they don't <laughs> like they answering want, to someone They else. don't want to do what somebody else tells them to do. Their idea is way better. And so they often end up in a rub. Yeah. Um, they can often be seen as egotistical because they believe, they just genuinely believe that their idea is the best and they don't want to hear anyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So then if you move around to like your blaze people, yeah. um, I'm guessing people facing roles. People facing best? roles. Yeah. Um, or people-centric roles. So even if they're not facing, it's about the human side of things. Yeah. Um, they So the supporters specifically are the best leaders in a team. Okay. So they may not be the best salesperson but for opening doors, but they're great at yes, sales leadership and, and being able to um, have the right balance of empathy and, and seeing what needs to be done. Um, so they're great in that respect. The, your stars and that are often great at knocking on doors. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've got a bit more of a resilience and they actually genuinely believe it's an opportunity that people should hear about uh, and because they're coming from the heart a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've got that bravado and they, they just like talking to people anyway, so why not? Yeah. Um, and, they like, and often they like to shine the light on somebody else's product or whatever and so they, they want to be a part of helping the process along. Mm-hmm. And then on the bottom line, the deal maker is that one that likes to see a win-win solution so they're great at your customer service and um and really like doing um joint venture negotiations and things Mm -hmm. like that now that doesn't mean that those guys can't be creative as well Mm -hmm. um and but again they're usually pulling in the human side of something rather rather than saying just um selling a e-commerce product or just a process yeah they they're more on the the um ambassador or influencer side yeah yeah and then if we i think you already kind of brushed on this one earlier so probably don't need to go as deep but for tempo project management um buying all those kinds of jobs buying scheduling planning yeah um yeah the the proper customer service like handling um responses and and chat and things like that Mm -hmm. um media media planning that's a that's a great thing for them and then all of your kind of accounting, finance, very numbers, heavy roles, very detail yep. oriented. I mean, would even go in and say things like law. Like it doesn't have to, steel doesn't have to be numbers detail. No. If you have something like law where people have to go and look at contract obligations yep. and stuff like that, you'd probably want a steel person looking yep. at that. And if you look at the top line, like a mechanic, they're amazing with IT systems and, and mm, looking IT at how you one. can duplicate, multiply, replicate um, I'd say they're they're typically pretty good with if someone's done the creative for say a Facebook marketing campaign an ad campaign being in the back end looking at how they can turn the dials 
mm. um, and adjust and like, okay, cool. Well, if we did this, cause they've still got that creative edge, um, but they've got that detail and, and their profile is a mechanic. Like they want to like, how do we fix this? How do we dial it up? How do we get more juice out of this? Mm. So, and then your accumulator on the bottom part of that line is um, like how, yeah. And again, it's like, how do we accumulate? How do we, how do we pull this together and, and, make more of it like how do, and how do we do it easy systematically um with with the right pace without overcapitalizing without too much risk but yeah getting the shit done awesome yeah so i think we basically covered all the things that um we need to cover today about how to kind of identify your own type of profile what you can do to swap states and then also prepping your environment so that you make it as conducive to being um to good workflow as possible so that you're not procrastinating as much. And the other things that you can use this kind of skill base for as well is you guys probably remember we talked about how you can speak into reality, speak your existence into reality. That goes along really well with your space prep work and things like that. So having those um, areas provided so that you can live into that expectation that you're setting for yourself. And as well with the impact and influence stuff that we were talking about in week 10. So what I mean by that is being able to understand what other people's profiles are and how you might best be wanting to get them on side, how you can talk to them in a way that makes them understand a situation or a predicament that other people might be in. And also so that you can have that influence in their life in a way that's going to benefit them rather than just for the benefit of yourself as well. Mm. Very important. Yes. Super important. Um, And really understanding the profile type and the energy type of the people around you just Mm. it improves your communication so much because you can understand how to speak so they can hear you yeah and also not get offended or frustrated as much when they come talking a language that you're like it's not that doesn't feel normal to me yeah so being being able to have that awareness is a, a massive thing it works great with uh life partners as well yeah and friends and sisters yeah and that's the other thing yeah you can bring this out into your personal relationships just like everything we've learned in the course it goes with how you can communicate with yourself so realizing what your strengths and weaknesses are and actually trying to play into your strengths rather than just constantly working on what you consider are your weaknesses obviously in a workspace finding the right work for you and being able to communicate with people who are higher than you when maybe you need to do a lap around the building to like reset your space and things (laughs) like that Um, or maybe even changing direction if you're not feeling comfortable in the role that you're in at the moment and then obviously with other people around you and how you communicate with them, because obviously if you've got a blaze and a steel in a relationship, they're probably asking very different questions of each other. Yes. My my last boyfriend was a lord and I'm a and I'm a star and so you couldn't really get more conflicting <laughs> than that. And he, he sometimes he just was like, I actually just don't understand how you're doing what you're doing or I don't know what you're saying. And then I'd be like, why? why why and as soon as we did the um the wealth dynamics profiling together and understood it was like oh oh (laughs) now i know how to talk to you that's not going to frustrate the shit out of you and it's going to get the outcome that we want because we can get on the same page rather than doing this dance of trying to figure out who's saying what and why and the story we're telling ourselves about why they're doing it like that and yeah yeah it's just oh it just makes life so much easier Exactly. So if you guys want, remember, you can watch this episode and then go back and look at some of the others if you want to like retouch up on those skills so that you can apply this in that situation as well. And it might give you a new perspective of looking at some of the skills we already learned earlier. 
So I wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today, Jade, and thank you so much for putting the time and effort to create this presentation for this program. I'm sure everyone is going to love it. And if you want to check out Jade or you're thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or business owner or you already are and you're looking to onboard some team, definitely get in contact with Jade on LinkedIn or Facebook under Jade Green. And yeah. Yeah, actually, I'll just chuck that up on, on screen for you, Charlotte, because <laughs> if anyone wants the... Um, those templates I was just showing, just go to that link there and yeah. you can find me on all of those socials. We'll make it really easy for us to connect. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you Thank so much. You. As always, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of Barrels and Business slash Team Engineered. <laughs> Didn't Charlotte do an amazing job? There is so many great action items from there. What I wanted to say to you guys though is if you want to learn more about how you can lead yourself, and lead your teams, we have a free Facebook group called Hire, Train, Lead, where we give you all the tools and the tips for you to build a high-performance, kick-ass team. So if you loved anything in this episode, if you feel like you got any key action items from it and you think that there's anyone else that could benefit from it too, why don't you shoot over to Facebook, type in Hire, Train, Lead, Join our group. There'll be a link somewhere below as well. And we'll keep punching out amazing content in there to help you step up into being the high performance leader that you deserve to be. Hey there, Barrel Chasing business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. What would be amazing and allow us to reach as many business owners just like you would be if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you feel like you got any entertainment or any value out of today, if you could pop on over, that would mean the world to us. See you on the next show.